0: Hey everyone, welcome into my new podcast. If you have been following my content over the past few years, you know that before I had the 6 for 6 show that aired on WSJU Radio. And now I have come out with a new podcast about the St. John's Red Storm men's basketball team. I will be posting podcast episodes following St. John's from off-season news, recruiting news, post-game reactions, and much more. Check in on my social media for updates on new episodes but the bulk of the conversation will be here on the new 526 right next to but I'll be the new and since I made it here I can make it anywhere they love me everywhere i used to hello hello everyone and welcome into this first episode of the 526 podcast and what a first episode to be having here as Simeon Wiltshire has committed to St. John's. This news broke on Monday afternoon. And what a signing by St. John's and Rick Petino. Just three months ago, Rick Petino was welcomed into the Saint John's basketball family with open arms and a lot of positive outlook on. On the new future, a lot of people feeling very excited about it and including um, yours truly as well, though I think for one aspect specifically, and that was recruiting and bringing a lot of the top recruits uh, to St. John's and not only that, but keeping the talent at home. And that's exactly what St. John's has here when they signed Wiltshire. So he originally committed to UNC. The story has been out there for quite a while. But he decommitted last Tuesday, so just about a week ago. And even though he had been originally committed to UNC since October of 2021, there was a Change of heart there with everything that's been going on with UNC of late. Decommitted, got out of his letter of intent, and made one trip, and that trip was to St. John's University. Chose St. John's over the likes of Seton Hall, Georgetown, and Indiana, but here he is coming to Queens, New York, the highest ranked high school recruit to pick St. John's in a decade since five-star guard Rashid Jordan. Unbelievable get here by Rick Pitino. And I think that it goes a lot more further than the Xs and Os and what, you know, the outlook should be next season and the hopes of making the NCAA tournament, it goes much further than that. It goes back to being a respectful um, college basketball university and program where the respect hasn't been there in quite some time, probably since the mid to late 90s. Went away with Mike Jarvis. They tried getting it back with Norm Roberts, and and it just hasn't come back. But now here we go the the fun is back in queens and to say the least it's very very exciting times and really looking forward to see what st john's is going to have in store this is going to be a very fun season and especially with all the talent on this team this is a loaded team there's a lot a lot going into this season and you just look at this depth chart you know that St. John's has and that's exactly what they have they have a lot of depth that's something that you, we couldn't say in years past i think we all tried to kind of you know maybe convince ourselves that oh yeah there was a lot of depth and this team is going to really you know work together and they're going to come together as a team this season and it didn't happen now you have that depth Now you have an identity on this team, and I think it's going to be something really, really excited. Um, I have my own depth chart here, um, the way that I think that this um, St. John's team, how they're going to come out next season and how they're going to look. Um, And I'll get into that in a moment, but I just wanted to kind of read off here. So this is from Zach Braziller's article in the Post the other day. And, you know, so here's what um, Wiltshire said. He said, to have Coach Patino back in New York City is a big deal. Knowing everybody is going to love that. And to be part of that first group he has back in New York means a lot. I'm excited for it. It felt like the situation at St. John's is the best situation for me. And I would say so. I think when you look at what he has, he's got a, a great head coach there with obviously Rick Patino, but much more further than that, he's got a team that is very, very deep on veteran leadership. This is a team that's not, you know, one of those teams that's kind of has uh, great starters and they're kind of iffy on the bench. No, they've got a lot of veteran leadership all around the board so should be exciting to see what they do um so yeah let me get in real quick to this to what i have written down here um starting off at the point guard position so i think this is all dependent obviously on whether or not he is able to graduate from iona which i i believe he will but Danis Jenkins, I believe he's going to get the start at the 1. And then at the 2, um, going to be Jordan Dingle. I think um, him and Jenkins on the floor at the same time. That is going to be very, very nasty. Um, then at the 3, so we got the Iona transfer Jenkins, the Penn transfer Dingle. And then at the 3... Um, going with Glenn Taylor Jr., the transfer out of Oregon State. I think uh, I think that's the best fit for him there. At the four, Quinn Slazinski, another transfer from Iona. And then at the five, of course, Joel Soriano. Backing up Jenkins, this is where I have Simeon Wiltshire. I think this is a great opportunity for Wiltshire to learn behind Jenkins. I think eventually, though, you're going to see Wiltshire start to get more and more minutes and possibly maybe flip between the one and the two down the down the stretch. And then backing up Dingle, this is where I see Naheem Lean coming in, the transfer from UConn, and behind him is going to be the VMI transfer, Sean Conway. Um, and backing up Glenn Taylor Jr. at the small forward position, the UMass transfer, R.J. Lewis. I know he was... Primarily a guard at UMass, but he's 6'7". He's got the height. I think he can do it. And then backing him up, surprisingly, uh, I didn't think I'd be putting him here, but Brady Dunlop, um, I think he'll be um, far down. I think he's going to be battling, though, but with R.J. Lewis. But I think this is an opportunity for Dunlap, like it is for Wiltshire. He's got two uh, veteran forwards in front of him that he can learn from. And kind of like Wiltshire, I think he can flip between the three and the four. And then at that power forward position, this is where I see um, backing up Quin Slazinski, Sadiku, um, Ibi, Ayo, as well as Jerisa Treore. Is him and Joel Soriano the only two players that are still uh, around from the Mike Anderson era? And then backing up Soriano, Zubi, um, Ego 4 the transfer from. Kansas. I think he'll be Soriano's backup for the five position. So that's where I see it right now. And obviously with the addition of Wiltshire, one player is of course going to have to sit or not sit, excuse me, walk on. One player is going to have to walk on. And I think that's probably going to be Siddiqui Ibnayo. Um I believe he's probably going to be the guy that's going to have to walk on um or wilshire you know could maybe pay for his uh scholarship with his nil money that he'll be getting but regardless um i think that's kind of not the main issue that you have here and i think that's a good good a good uh a good problem to have too many guys you know you can never have too many guys and and here you are with The right guys. I think that's what the problem was with St. John's in the past. They had players that were talented, but they didn't have the right guys that could fit into a system. These guys come in. They want to work. They're unselfish. And what I really like is there's an identity. I mean, they have built... Patino has built a team around Joel Soriano. This is going to fit perfectly... For Soriano's abilities, having Jenkins and Dingle being, you know, your options um, in the front court, and then you've got Taylor and Slazinski. it should be a lot of fun. It should be really a lot of fun to see, and I tweeted it out there. I would love to be, you know, kind of a fly on the wall during these summer workouts, these summer practices, to really see what um, Rick Bettino's practices are like. And I really liked it on the um Eye on the Storm podcast by my guy David Baroff, um, when he interviewed Peyton Siva, who spoke about how for him his biggest challenge was even pa- getting the ball past half court. I think it's gonna be really a lot of um a lot of that here, a lot of guys challenging each other, the veterans on the team, challenging the younger guys. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun this summer um following St. John's basketball. And like I said, I wish I could just be kind of that uh, fly on the wall, so to speak, um, during those practices. But all right. So that's going to do it for the first episode. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Um, Try to get episodes out weekly if there's any big news, uh, maybe a little bit more than that. But since we're kind of in the summer, it's a little, you know, it's it's kind of tough. But um, yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in and um hopefully stick around and follow me throughout St. John's journey here during the Rick Patino era. Thanks everyone for tuning in. If I win it, I'm a grabby. If I win it, I'm a have it. Christian Leo, Christian Leo, I'm up in all the slows. I'll make a call. I'll make a call swap. Nigga, you.